Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Hey, this is X Ari, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Dash Radio. My name is DJ Hop of the group Feeling Good. Very excited to have Ari here in studio. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? Welcome in. Welcome in. I'm great. Thank I'm you. great. I'm glad that you're here. I'm very excited to talk to you about some of this new music of yours and then also some of the larger mission at hand that you have with uh, this music that you're sharing with the world. So let's just jump right in. You're originally from Toronto. Yes but have spent quite a bit of time here in L.A. and go back and forth. That is right. Which one do you like better? Mm. Straight out the gate. You okay. got to pick one. Which one okay, is better? Okay, well, career-wise, I love L.A. Yeah. You know, and the weather, L.A., L.A., L.A. I really love Los Angeles, but Toronto, I have, you know, family and my childhood friends, right. my boyfriends out there, so it's like I love Toronto for different reasons. I and wish I could bring a bunch of people from Toronto and plop them in LA. <laughs> I feel like there are quite a few t- people from Toronto that there have plopped are. in in LA. Yeah. There's a lot of people from all over the place that have come to LA, obviously. Um, okay, all right. So give us a little bit more about some of this music that you're creating. And even, actually, before we get into that, tell me a little bit more about how you got going and how you got started. Where Would you remember the moment in which you figured out that you could sing? This could be the longest answer ever, <laughs> okay. but I'm going to try to make an abbreviated sure. version. Um, so I started singing when I was a kid, just like when anybody could start singing is when I started. Um, and um, I loved to sing because it was like self-soothing, mm. but I don't think I realized I was doing that at such a young age, but I just liked how I felt when I would sing. And I, um, whenever I had singing in class, I always wanted to have the solo or when I was in plays, I didn't care about the acting part. I just wanted to sing my heart out. And it just felt good, you know? Mm. And so I never stopped singing. And But how I fell into it as a career was I tried to avoid it by going to university for something completely else, psychology. For psychology? Yeah. Okay. And then I ended up mostly in the music building, and I got back into music again. And not that I ever stopped, but, like, more um, career-wise, like, really focused um, after I graduated. And it was almost like that experience confirmed that I needed to be in that place. It's like mm. if I didn't try to, you know, like, get around it, you know, then maybe I would have never realized, you know, or gone as passionate. Like, it was such passion towards it. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the connection between psychology and music? Because I feel like there's definitely points of intersection. Oh, yeah. Psychology is, you know, really can be used for everything, you know. Mm -hmm. It's in business and writing, you know, or just being, you know, like working on emotional intelligence so you can connect and relate to people and understand and communicate better. But... I took psychology because I've had mental health challenges my whole life, and I mm. and so does a lot of my family. So I wanted to just understand, you know, like why why are people the way they are, and and how you can kind of you just grow from being kind of aware of these flaws or whatever, you know, right. neuroses. So I just wanted to get more in touch with that what what that was, so I can um, better understand my life and myself. And I found a way to kind of interject that in my music because mm-hmm. I love psychology and I. I'm all about self-care and mental health because I've had to practice those things in order to, um, you know, really get myself in a good headspace so I can create my best music. And I use music as a healing kind of source. Right. 
So I found a way to bridge the two together um, through this EP called Dis-Order, which the reason I split it in two is because disorder is essentially disorganized order. Mm -hmm. And so it's about separating yourself from labels and finding the order in yourself again and not having your identity confined by any mental illness. Right. Um, I feel like we're so quick to do that today, right? Yeah. To, put, to put a label on something and be like, well, now you're this. Mm -hmm. Now you fall into this category. Totally. Right? It's hap happened since birth. You're told right away, are you a boy or a girl? You know, so mm -hmm. we, we're born into category. Mm -hmm. And I think having categories helps us understand in a certain extent what's going on, but also it can be like um, a cage to someone who doesn't know how to break yeah. through, it, like to not be limited by any, you know, defined barriers put around them to, you know, like, for example, someone might have general anxiety disorder. It doesn't mean that they need to be blocked in by that. It might mm. be twice a week where it's a problem. It doesn't need to be your identity. Just as a way, same way as I feel about sexuality. It's like if someone's, you know, gay or bisexual or whatever, like we don't go around being like, I'm straight, nice to meet you. It doesn't need to be this dominant part of your identity unless mm. you want it to. Right. And if that makes you happy, but your sexual identity or mental health struggles or whatever it is, that has been told that you are in whatever box doesn't mean you have to live inside there. I just want people to know that they can break down any walls that they think are holding them back yep. and really just embrace themselves in totality and accept any flaws that they thought were like a weakness to see them as a strength. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the I feel the same way about even music, like the labels that we put on music and and genres that are like, oh, you're a pop artist you're a you're an r&b artist and and all of that do you feel that same constraint when it comes to your music and how do you describe your sound so i describe my sound like alternative pop but if i was to really expand it would be like indie alt electro pop you know because it's independent <laughs> right. it's not right on the nose pop but there's definitely pop tendencies and um like we were saying before some of the songs are just different cattle call is way more aggressive there's screamo in it Vapors is a lot more lighthearted appearing, but sonically it is. Mm. And um, it's very light and uh, kind of electronic pop production. So there's right. a lot of contrast. And instead of it being a dichotomy of separation, I consider it like a dualism, mm. like a yin and yang. Mm -hmm. So with the softer, lighter songs, there's also on the other spectrum, on the other side of the you know continuum, there's this you know darker, more aggressive vibe, and they're, they're complements rather than fighting against each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we're in the day and age where like genre is really flexible. Yes. You see someone like Bruno Mars now, he's all of his songs have this kind of old school James Brown feel, but he didn't come out that way. Right. You know, and then you see, you know, artists like Katy Perry even doing a song like Dark Horse, which is random, you know, for her, and then coming out with a swish, swish, whatever it is. Like right, right. you can really change, I think, as long as you're you know what your your message is and your voicing it kind of is the voice should really carry um be that cohesive factor, I think, mm -hmm. in the music. But mm -hmm. genre, I'm not really I feel like I'm not like trying to fit in one particular genre and especially because my live show has a lot more rock elements than mm. even my production does okay so it's like even when you see my show it's a lot more intense than the production and I like to have space to play with a variety of genres so I don't get bored because with my ADHD I can't write one song that's a that's a label that's a label that <laughs> you but, but I'm okay with it I'm okay with it <laughs> right, but I'm not it. limited right. by no, it. no I understand if I you don't label it. it you can't understand it so there's an importance of label right but then it's not being held back by it that's a that's a that's a great distinction to to make about that absolutely um all right so tell me a bit more about cattle call so cattle call 
is uh, the purpose of it is to be a reminder for balance in your life. Mm. You know, so many people, especially out in L.A., are chasing their dreams or living their dreams. You know, I'd rather do that than chase them. And um, people are like, you know, gunning all the time from place to place. So I, I created this song as a reminder to slow down and create balance in your lifestyle and not be chasing but to be living. And um, it's kind of sung from a perspective of a girl kind of complaining at her partner, like, you have no time for me. And the name Cattle Call is really just um, from that image you get when you think of an open audition and they call it a cattle call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The, the full on catacol. Everybody, uh, everybody comes and you, that is what it is. Yeah. Right? Um, I want to get into it here. Cattle call Ari hanging out with me here in studio. Don't go anywhere. We've got more talk about how she is, uh, making a change and incorporating this whole mission of awareness when it comes to mental health with her music and also a live performance uh, coming up here as well. You're going to do your song Vapors yes. live in a few. But first, we have Cattle Call right here on Dash Radio. Can't wait. I'm not a god now. Got no game to be 
Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Hopper. Yep, that's right. We've got Ari hanging out with me here in studio, and I want to make sure that people know it is X Ari. You've recently gone through a bit of a, a bit of a change, a little bit of a rebrand. Yes. yes? Tell me about that. So why um, the X? Okay, why the X? I'll just be straight up and honest because I, I I always am. So no one could find me on Spotify. Right, because if you type in Ari, a bunch of, I'm sure. There's so many Aries. Yeah, right. So I was lost in a sea of Aries. <laughs> so I figured, you know, I'll put an initial there. And um, after the fact, I decided the X will represent the X chromosome. So was, I like uh. things to have meaning, and I don't mind if it comes later. I just okay. find my way to tie things in. Yeah. And so, again, like I was talking about dualism, it's that, like, um, I've always felt like a hybrid of male and female qualities like a lot of people do. So the X is that kind of androge, the connection between men and women. We're okay. all connected and as a together unit. There it is. Yeah. The X chromosome. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. I was like going back through my mind of like, what does X chromosome mean again? So I'm glad that you. Yeah. yeah you're XY, I'm XX. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have two X's, oh, and then the, the and the X is the uh, got it. Okay. Yeah, so that way it's the one that's you know the continuous. Ah, you're reminded of things new every day. I love I that. Am. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So tell me more about this whole. Um, I mean, you you talked about it a little bit with the mental health piece of it and how important that is to you and finding a way to connect that to your music. You did something um, that I read that was pretty amazing, where you donated. Uh, proceeds from the album or from your music to jack.org. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about this. So jack.org is phenomenal, first of all. And um, I really believe in what they do because they empower youth. They teach them coping skills and how to identify signs of mental health struggle in themselves and their friends Mm. so they can be a supportive peer group to each other. And then jack.org teaches these youth leaders how to teach other youth. So it's like youth to youth training Mm. and to end stigma and empower them with skills, which I wish I had because when I was 15, I experienced my first severe depression Mm. episode and I didn't know really what it was or how to access help. So that's why I'm all about jack.org because I want kids who went through or are going through what I experienced for them to have actual help and intervention and even preventative learning skills so when they're an adult, they don't crash, you know? So I really love that. We donated. I'm donating proceeds for every show I do for Distash Order, like for this run or going to jack.org. And hopefully I can continue doing that, you know. And so far it's like a lot of investment in myself to cover everything. And then I'm giving the rest to to charity. And um, it's been great because I love that my childhood friend works with them too. So it's really cool to be working on a similar mission to, you know, end stigma and promote wellness. And I call my whole campaign Pain Into Power. Mm. And so it's a two-parter with the EP, and then the, the follow-up is hopefully we'll have on the festival circuit soon my short film called Grace. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's about depression in a young family through the eyes of his seven-year-old daughter, and huh. it features my music in it. And so my goal is to get it into festivals to continue the Pain Into Power campaign for mental health awareness through 2019. Right. Right? And, right. Um, and like I've said before, you know, it's just I've experienced mental health my whole life in music has been really my pillar. And so it's been amazing now finding a way to like, I don't like using the word exploit cause it's a terrible word, but to exploit what I thought was weak, you know, and, and, and what I thought like was going to prevent me from getting anything, you know, done that I'm proud of, or mm. I've found a way to turn that into what I use as my strength through my music. And I'm also healing at the same time because 
I've you know had a breakdown in 2017, end of the year, and so I've been kind of coping with that experience and learning how to integrate it into my story. Mm. And by vocalizing it and sharing my story, things I never wanted to happen to me or ever to experience with other people, I'm healing and also letting them know that healing is possible because I found a way to channel it, you know, in a healthy way that they can too. And so it's like this dual uh, benefit where I'm helping others by hopefully by inspiring them to get help and know that they're not alone. And then I'm healing too, because the more I, verbalize a story the more i'm integrating the more whole of a person i'm becoming sure. and not being held back you know it's like i'm trying yeah, to live the my message the sale. yeah exactly for sure. for sure um what are there instances that you can think of in which or, or maybe one that stands out to you in which maybe a fan or somebody that's out there like you know caught your music and and was able to really pick up on that message and has maybe reached out is there a story like that that comes to mind um, with someone reaching out. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, a lot of people have reached out recently because last week I released Vapors on Bell Let's Talk Day, which mm-hmm. is kind of like our T-Mobile, you know, but in Canada. And so what they do is they have a day where when anybody hashtags Bell Let's Talk, they donate five cents to charity and they raised oh, $6.9 million wow. on one day. Wow. Right? So the reason I released Vapors that day was in dedication to the cause. And also I did a show that night and... Um, why I'm getting what I'm getting to is I went on Facebook live for my first time and I shared my story like mm-hmm. every detail from hospital experience to being misdiagnosed overly and wrongly medicated the fears what led to it and I really went in depth like, almost like 40 minutes sharing my story and I got flooded my mm-hmm. inbox was flooded not just like not music fans just like friends and family and people and music you know people who are in music sure. reaching out to me sharing their story too I had someone tell me you know like if they didn't see that video that day, like they don't know how they would have gone through or like, huh. or the, I posted a self care tips page on my website. Someone went on there and like, she's starting to do mirror work now because I put that on my self care page. Hmm. So I'm trying to step up and, and stand for something and let people know they're not alone. Really. That's the takeaways. You're not alone. And um, I want people when they go on my site to not just find music, but find ways that can take care of themselves yep. too. And I want to be a support system and just a reminder that healing's possible. And so that's probably my two messages would be, you're not alone. You know, when anybody is connecting to my music, it's made for you. So you don't feel alone. Right. Like I did when I when I needed to see someone else who survived. I want to be the person that I wish I saw mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. give me that extra hope. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I love it. And then the second part of the message is that you can be healed. You can be healed. Because right. look, I'm talking to you. I have the capacity to explain my story and to say it without you know, sadness or breaking down and crying over it. Look, time heals. If you find a healthy way to channel your pain into power, you can do the same thing, whatever that is for you. Of course, there's therapy and medication if it's needed and, you know, all these other things you should Mm -hmm. be doing other than just, you know, my message isn't to just put your pain into art, but it's to know you're not alone, seek help when you need it and find a healthy conduit to channel negative energy into something meaningful. Right, right. Absolutely. Like, I love that. I love the, uh, the message behind that. Um, and I'm very excited to hear you guys play this live. Uh, you are now about to play Vapors live. You're going to play us out of here. Tell me a little bit more about Vapors as a as a song, as a, as a track here. Cool. So Vapors um, is about the addictiveness of toxic relationships and how detrimental that can be on your mental health. Mm. So we've all been there before where we stick in a relationship that is sickly and we just push, push, push to make it happen even though it's really causing us depression or anxiety or insomnia or whatever it is. And literally toxic relationships can cause so many problems in your life. So I'm trying to make each song kind of like this, a reminder for some kind of awareness to be Mm -hmm. living more consciously. Like I'm trying to be living more consciously in my life. 
So I want people to know if you're in a bad relationship, you deserve something healthy, you deserve to be happy and to be loved unconditionally and that you can find something better for you. So Vapors is kind of about that, that dirty relationships and, and clearing yourself of them so you can have be healthy and well. Nice. Nice. Sounds good. Uh, I want to remind everybody out there, you can listen back to this interview on my website, hopperworld.com. Um, you can find out more about XRE there as well as I've got links back to all of her social media and whatnot and Spotify and, and all of that good stuff. Um, and so uh, I also want to remind you that you can listen to this as well because we've podcasted it after it's aired live here on Dash. And so you can just search in the podcast store and be able to find it there. And yeah, uh, without further ado, I'm very excited to have XR here to play Vapors Live. Just a reminder, folks, music is life and life is good. XR, take it away. Roll you in my fingertips, feel guilty a little bit tonight. Ooh. I use my tongue to lack the glue. Back it ain't no residue all mine. Cause I'm disposable to you. I can be back to please you whenever you feel you like. And you got all the money, I run through it like what I sink. It's deep into every bite. Now you got me lit quick Pour me to your lips Hit, see you'll never quit Me, don't do it And seal me with a matchstick Burn into a tragic Feet butts into ashes Don't quit, don't you never put me out my cigarette, pull you in no and push you out, ooh, inhale in your silhouette, feel your sting rushing down my throat, ooh, cause I'm disposable to you, I can be about to, to please you whenever you the money I 